Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ignite by the amazing band Adrenaline and their lead singer Dan Gutschmidt, good friend of ours here at the Stoop. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Stoop right here on Blog Talk Radio, the show that brings you the most. Or the show is just good. I don't know. I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini. With me, as always, tonight, looking sporty and looking comfy, the beautiful, the amazing, the great co-host any man can ask for, Jewel Tatey. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing tonight? We're doing fantastic. I am thrilled to be back on the stoop, as I am every time, every Monday, every Wednesday. And as more guests are flooding in, expect random special nights and random special episodes, because the gates are flooding, Jewel. Yeah. We're getting packed. Yeah, we're getting packed with guests. Oh, it's so exciting. I have, like... I, I seriously have chills thinking about it. We have so much great stuff coming up. It's it's really a it's a little overwhelming, but we're ready for it. We are ready and rocking and and just hitting it out of the park. What do you think? I think you're exactly right. And if you notice, uh, if you're tuning in and you tune in regularly, you'll notice we sound a little bit better tonight. And uh, went some did some engineering work, got in touch with some people over Google Chrome, showed us a couple tricks. And uh, crystal clear tonight and ready for a big show tonight. Let's thank, first, the amazing Jessica Barth. She was fantastic. Just one of the best interviews I've ever done. Funny and fun and smart, and she's beautiful. You guys had a little family reunion thing going on. That was wonderful. We talked about Philly. We made tentative plans all hang out together when she comes back next spring. Uh, what do you think? How great was that interview Monday night? Yeah, and I have to say I was super-duper nervous for it. And, um, yeah, I was just crazy nervous. I knew a lot of my family were listening. And, uh, no, it couldn't have been better. And she said, you know, shut up to me. We did great. It was a great interview. <laughs> um, yeah, she's really happy we did it. And she said that uh, it was it was good just to have a kind of a normal talk not that not the typical interview. And I, I said to her, I'm like, you know, that was probably one of the most like personable interviews we've done. Um, we had some mommy talk in there, talked about her new project. So it was great. I love having her on. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can have her on uh, sometime next year too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she's got some big projects coming out as we talked about. And uh, that's what we do here on the stoop. And it's great that you mentioned that Jewel. we are laid back. We're not, uh, not trying to grill uh, our guests with hard questions. We're not trying to get too in-depth. We want people to know them, uh, what they like, what they do, uh, their their arts and their craft and the things they work so hard for. And that's what we do. And tonight we're going to do that again. 
with a very special guest, super talented individual. And if you heard the pipes on this guy, he can really sing. He can really act. He's Bart Shadow. Bart is electrifying. He does a lot of great stuff. He's uh, Broadway. He acts in some uh, TV shows. Uh, he sings with the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which geeks me out to no end because come Christmas time, <laughs> they're one of my favorites. I love them. It's going to be a great show tonight, Bart. Bart's a fairly local guy. lives in Jersey. And he's going to come on the show. He's going to talk about a lot of stuff. What do you think? Excited tonight? Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to uh, hear. Uh, maybe we can get one of his tracks on. And, and he has so many great projects coming out. He's a super busy man. And uh, I'm just happy he took the time out to be here with us. And we do have a track. Uh, it's a song called Hero off uh, his newest musical coming out, uh, Tara Tremendous is the name of the musical. He sings the song Hero with a lovely young lady, Mimi Ryder. And we have that track for you, and we'll get to it shortly right here on the soup. Bart had uh, asked us to get it, and that's what we like doing. We like playing stuff and introducing our fans to new and exciting music. A little culture tonight, a little bit of uh, Broadway-type stuff as I sit here chugging a beer. What do you think? <laughs> we're, we're very refined here at the soup, <laughs> as, I, as, I, as I also have a beer. So ladylike. <laughs> I have a I have a cool one for you, Jeff. It's um I don't know, Mike said it was good. It's a Car- Carlsberg. I saw that. Very impressive. Impressive cane. Carlsberg. I uh, am going back to the heavy seas Tropicana tonight. Nice. I think that. drinking cane. Oh I've become obsessed with cane beer again. But good. let's get let's get to the getting and tonight's top five list. And in honor, we like to do it in honor of our guests, in honor of Mr. Bart Shadow coming on the night, top five all-time male vocalists. Now, it's not necessarily your favorite group, or not necessarily your favorite song or whatever, but men that you really think have unique voices, excellent voices, great-sounding voices, that's what we're doing. That's our top five for tonight, in honor of Bart. So we're going to start out with... Jeff, as <laughs> I just got this finger pointed across to you like you. So. Switch it up. <laughs> uh, tonight it's gentlemen first, and I thank you, Jewel. You're just nervous because you want to hear what kind of list I came out with, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, so different. It is going to be different, and we're going to start off with my number five massive fan of this guy. Can't believe he's not with his band anymore. One of the greatest and most underrated voices of all time, Jeff Tate from the band Queensryche. Queensryche was huge in the 80s and 90s, and uh, Jeff Tate's voice is one of a kind. Just an amazing voice, and the fact he's not with Queensryche anymore really hurts, because I always like uh, the sound of Jeff's voice. Very unique. He can hit all the notes. He's absolutely fantastic. He's a tremendous singer, Jeff Tate, from Queensryche, number five. Number four, the late, the great, the wonderful entertainer, Mr. Freddie Mercury from Queen. Uh, He does so much right. Uh, Freddie was just a, a stage presence. He had the voice. It wasn't the deepest voice, a little higher of a voice, but he brought, you know, just great melody in every song that he sang. Number three, unfortunately, got a lot of lates on this list. Matter of fact, four of my five are lates. Uh, number three is the late George Michael. And uh, I always loved the way George sang, and I had him on one of my top male uh, artists, and now I have him on a top male vocal. I just love the sound of George Michael's voice. I can listen to it really anytime. I don't care who thinks that's weird. I'm a man's man. I like me some George Michael. <laughs> so that's number three. Number two, old Blue Eyes himself, Frank Sinatra. Let's face it, even when he got older, you, you liked this sound. And as a younger guy, 
he could really bring it and really sing it. One of the most popular names in history of music. You mentioned Frank Sinatra. There's very few men that don't know it, or women, very few people that don't know Frank Sinatra. And that is my number two. Number one, the king of pop. Michael Jackson, a voice unlike any voice we've ever had and ever will have. He could dance, he can sing, he can perform just incredible in his voice. That high pitch and hitting those notes that no, I won't even dare try here because it's going to be awfully embarrassing. Yeah, that was beautiful. Well done. That was well done. That was that was not a soundbite. That was that was not a soundbite. That was Jewel hitting the Michael Jackson, and that is my top five. Jewel, over to your top five. Top five male vocalists. That was a great list. Good job. Well, well, Thank well, you very much. all over the place, but it was good. It's kind of like my all list over all over the place. place you know. <laughs> um, all right, uh, number five. I will kick it off with. Andrew Hozier Byrne from the band Hozier. This guy has a beautiful voice. Um, I fell in love with it. Uh, The first time I heard it, it it was on The Leftovers, and it was Take Me to Church, and it was way before it came out, like, on the radio and stuff. I'm like, what is that voice? He just sounds angelic. And, um, yeah, of course, I'm just happy he had good songs after that because he wasn't, like, a one-hit wonder or anything. And uh, he's still rocking. He's got that... Really cool Irish voice, and yeah, it's it's pretty hot. So yeah, Hozier. Uh, number four, Rufus Wainwright. This guy is just phenomenal. Um, I heard him on this show Nip Tuck, and he sang the song Vibrate, and it was really cool. I'm like, I, I I've just never heard a, a voice like his, and um, so I had to go immediately like search him. And, um, yeah, he just sings beautifully. He did this beautiful rendition of Hallelujah with this big choir. Um, he does a lot of Beatles covers um, because he's just an amazing singer. So, number four, Rufus Wainwright. Um, number three, Garrett Bournes from the band Bournes, just like Hoosier. And uh, Bournes is just amazing. Uh, his voice it it almost sounds feminine, but it's that much of a a hit to it where you could just tell it's a man. So he just has like a huge wide range. Um, I saw him live last year, and they were just amazing. And I know they're going to tour again soon. So looking forward to it. Uh, the next two are um, unfortunately passed, uh, but they're the greatest voices I think ever. Um, number two is Sam Cooke. I love Sam Cooke's voice. I love all nice. his songs between Bring It On Home to Me and The Party, Another Saturday Night. I, I just, it, it's always rotating in my playlist somewhere. You'll find a Sam Cooke song, uh, beautiful voice, going way too soon. And number one, my all-time favorite, has to be John Denver. Say what you want about John Denver, but no one can sing like him. Like, his voice is just so powerful and beautiful, and it was the first concert I ever went to and it just blew me out of my seat. And I was 10 years old. Like it was just, it, it's that big of a voice. And, um, and I'm just sorry we don't have it around anymore, but I always play John Denver and it, it just reminds me of home and my family. So yeah, my top five. That's some list. Very impressive. Very well done. We both, um, both really hit some home runs in my opinion. Um, 
We'll go back down the list. Uh, my top five, Jeff Tate from Queensryche. Number four, Freddie Mercury of Queen. Number three, George Michael, formerly of Wham. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we from. Number two, old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra. Number one, the king of pop, Michael Jackson. And over to Jules, that's a very interesting lesson. A great call at number five, Andrew Hosier Byrne from Hosier. Uh, number four, Rufus Wainwright. Number three, Garrett Bourne from Bournes, as Joel said. <laughs> number two, uh, an excellent, another underrated, excellent singer, Sam Cooke. And number one, Jules' very favorite, John Denver. That's really yeah, good, John Denver. If you lived in Pennsylvania and you were a little younger, you probably would have been Jules' husband. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, in the 90s, I would watch Clarissa Explains It All, and um, her mom had this, like, uh, obsession with John Denver, and she's like, John Denver is so dreamy, and she had the big picture of him, and uh, it, it always made me laugh when I was a kid that it was on that show, but, yeah, I love him. How can you not? I agree. I was at that, um, I was at the Oktoberfest last weekend, the uh, band, the Kirko Brothers Band, they're fantastic. Oh, if you're in the Philly area, check out Kirko Band. They are fantastic. Anyway, they did a rendition of uh, John Denver's Country Road. I, of course, filmed some, sent it to Jewel because I'm always thinking of Jewel because it reminds me of the show. And Jewel's pretty damn awesome. So let's do things that make her smile. They were awesome. That was so awesome. I wish I was there. That was, <laughs> it sounded like a great time. And they sounded great. That's one of the things we're definitely going to get to do together as well is check them out. I know you're a music fan, and you'll love them. They, they're mercy cover songs, but they do them so well. Just such a great yeah. act. Just terrific. Awesome. All right, so let's take the time now. Speaking of terrific and music and all that great stuff, we are going to play the song titled Hero. Now, it's from, again, the new musical Tower Tremendous, starring tonight's guest, Bart Shadow, he sings it here with the lovely young lady, Mimi Ryder. Pretty strong, hard-hitting song here. It's Hero. And we'll be back to you in about three minutes and some random seconds. Stick around. Yeah, you got this. I can handle anything. 
youngsters but also powerful for uh yes for all ages great singing great job great song tonight's guest bart shadow and the song hero accompanied by mimi Ryder. uh you know it gives you just a good warm feeling inside once it's over doesn't it it does it's like (laughs) i I mean i'm a fan i'm such a fan of like family movies and and stuff like that and especially this is about a little superhero girl like how wonderful and how cute and how just cool is that i love it i love it absolutely i agree with you it is from the musical again tara tremendous so check it out and uh we're sure that bart's going to talk about it a little bit when it comes on with us at 8 30 a lot of people um social media and and buzzing around about hearing this song checking out bart tonight so we're pretty excited about it. it's really good we're uh we're in for a treat tonight Let's get on to other things. In the meanwhile, we'll talk about some other goodies, as we always do. Caught our uh, topics of discussion, and it's it's premiere season, Jewel. Premiere season in TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, some shows coming back and some debuts. Of course, This Is Us, uh, The Mick, Gotham, a uh, new show, The Good Doctor, and all kinds of shows popping back up for season premieres. Uh, any of them interest you? You checking any of these out? Did you watch any of them? What do you think about the new season coming up? Um, yeah, I watched the Mick Boba set uh, last night. Last night, yeah. And uh, I, that show was really funny. I watched that when it first came out um, with Caitlin Olsen from Always Sunny. She's hilarious. I will watch her in anything. Um, I think she has a wide range. She can she can play like <laughs> many different characters and be 
very convincing, very funny. The whole cast is hilarious. Maybe we'll hear more of that soon. Wink, wink. But uh, yeah, love the <laughs> love the mech. Uh, love Gotham, even though I'm way behind on it. But I like me a lot some Ben McKenzie <laughs> from Gotham. <laughs> I, I liked him from like the OC days and all that. But uh, yeah, and I like their characters and and how they uh, show a younger Batman. I think it's pretty cool. So have to catch up on Gotham. Um, the Good Doctor. I didn't know that much about it, but it's actually uh the kid from Bates Motel, uh, Norman Bates, who can be kind of a creeper, but it's based on a, a doctor, <laughs> a doctor who has autism. And I, I think that's wonderful that it's another uh, main character with autism. Uh, we've seen in uh, shows like Parenthood that uh, just, it, it, it just brings autism awareness uh, to, to prime time. And I think that's great. I think that's fabulous. We need to be talking about it more because it's just, everywhere now and uh it's even sesame street has a has a little uh, muppet who has autism so um i might have to check that out the good doctor and that kid is a good actor so we'll see uh and this is us i i i haven't even I, I think i watched the first part of the first episode but i would like to get into that because everyone gets all the feels and everything for that for that show and i hear it's a, a real tearjerker so i like me a good cry what about you uh, I don't like me a good cry, but uh, <laughs> but I but I've watched it, and as always, uh, my wife gets me into all these shows. She starts them, she picks them out, and I'm always like, Bleh. and next thing you know, I love them. Uh, yeah. I turned on to you know, and even last night with all these premieres coming out, she's like, you know what? Let's sit down and do our thing, which is watch Ray Donovan, finish season four last night, and then tonight mm-hmm. she's upstairs catching up. So she has already been watching This Is Us. She'll probably be watching The Mick next. She's going to be catching up to all of them. i got to catch up to Gotham also. Um, yeah. I missed all of last season. Now, you see the previews that uh, young Bruce Wayne is starting to get into costume. He's not quite Batman yet, but he's building up to it. And that's pretty yeah. exciting. You know, you, know you, you wonder, the, the fear of something like that is getting him on the show, starting as a young kid. What if the show bombs in the first season is canceled? You've never seen him as Batman. Yeah, and you have to wonder how he's going to, like, progress through the whole... Like, he has to literally grow up as Batman, so it's intimidating, you know? I agree, but I love me some Batman. I love anything Batman. And when I started watching it, and people were like, wow, where's Batman? And I'm like, it's not really that kind of show yet. It'll lead into it, but it's the very beginnings of uh, young Bruce Wayne and his days in Gotham. And I, I like it, so i got to catch up to it. Um, this is us. I will watch... Um, the Nick, I watch. I, I miss them all, and I, yeah, I like to catch up. I like to sit back on a weekend or something and kind of binge watch all the shows I missed and kind of catch up at one full swoop. It's like the in thing now. Yeah, binging. <laughs> yeah, nobody watches. A, yeah, nobody watches a show, sits down on a Tuesday night, and watches a half hour show, and leaves. Um, <laughs> the only thing you should be doing. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> No, I was going to say, uh, Jesse on Monday, she's like, when you binge watch, you, you get into character. And I did because I was binge watching Game of Thrones because I, I, I watched actually the last season and then I binged the first through the fourth. And I was walking around like, I am the mother of dragons. I am the unburnt and all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. But. <laughs> <laughs> I used to when I, you know, we sit down and watch uh, several episodes of uh, – Shows like I used to binge watch Breaking Bad, and I basically went in my basement and started cooking mess. So I know exactly. <laughs> what up, bitch? 
Yeah, Shut bitch. Up, bitch. One <laughs> <laughs> of British series ever. Really just breaking <laughs> bad. But yeah, so uh, it's the premiere season, so a lot of a lot of TV to keep people occupied. Let's start watching more TV and, and get our heads out of you know the real life stuff that makes us argue with each other all the time. Let's let's sit down and have good cries and good laughs over some quality hope, TV. I hope none of Bart's younger viewers just heard me curse. I feel really bad. I apologize, guys. We usually do uh, after nine o'clock, but. It's part of Breaking Bad. I'm sorry if I, if I cursed and offended anyone. Please keep listening. A bitch is simply just a female dog. Nobody female was dog. harmed in the making of tonight's episode of The Stoop. Doing impressions here. On to something else. After some massive numbers, the movie It has announced that's planned on a sequel in 2019. Sweet. Do you think this is going to become a burned out project or is a sequel going to be a good thing for the It? franchise well they have to from what I've heard I mean I watched the original and I know they're older when they tell the original looking back as little kids but the first movie of it I believe is just the actual kid parts so in the sequel I'm sure they're going to tell and maybe it's just that's it the one and two movies the sequel will be them as grown-ups um and it's funny because the kids actually like casted themselves being older and that the casting they picked i think was great i think they should use what these kids say because they know what they're talking about so yeah i mean one and two uh 2019 is a long wait i wish it was next halloween but i guess we're just gonna have to wait yeah I mean, sometimes the anticipation is good as we all well know if we tune in regularly and know me well enough i'm a star wars junkie I've been watching it since, you know, 1976 when it first came out, and I was a little squirt, and you had to wait. Back then, you had to wait four years for another one to come out. Yeah. <laughs> so a two-year wait is like a drop in the bucket yeah. compared to four. It was a long time, and the anticipation used to kill you. And then it would come out with, like, the action figures before the movie, so you saw all these new characters and had no idea what they did. So that was pretty wild. It's just, you know... With today's technology, a little quicker, but still, a two-year wait, I think, does good. It'll, it'll make people hungry for it. It's not like some of these movies where they, you know, it's over, and six months later, boom, here's part two, and you didn't even get a chance yeah. to really suck in part one. Well, um, give I a... Sorry, yeah, go, go ahead. You, you no, go. Man, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, I insist. Oh, no, you, sir. No, no, you. <laughs> We're going to be doing this until 9.30. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to say That uh, Game of Thrones people have to wait until, until 2019 And it's causing an uproar So I'm not uh, Binging too hard I stopped at season 4 But um, I, I guess I could space my binging out Because we have until 2019 For the new Game of Thrones That's all I was going to yeah, say yeah, You're right though, TV has done that Oh, it's actually, I'm glad you went because your point's better than whatever the hell I was going to say. Sure, was something <laughs> silly, but uh, that's a great point because TV is doing it now too with these cable shows. Like, I, like if I'm a huge fan of Shameless, as you know, cheap plug Steve Howey, October 25th on the stoop. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Shameless is like one of my favorites, and you got to wait a solid year, year plus. And again, I'm not a Game of Thrones person, but Game of Thrones people are going berserk knowing they got to wait all this time for it to come back. Yep. The anticipation, it gives us people that don't watch a chance maybe to catch up, and some of the people who are behind the catch up, 
and it just makes you miss it. And when it comes back, think of the thunder when it comes back. I know when Shameless comes back, you know, my whole household kind of just freezes on Sunday, even during football season, because, you know, I I love me some Shameless. I I love dysfunction, because when I watch that show, I feel like, like the king. You know them. <laughs> oh, I feel, now I feel like the king of the world because I feel so <laughs> proper and so suave and debonair compared to the true dysfunction. <laughs> Makes of you feel better. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I really. That's why people I, like watch said, I, because you know it makes yeah. you feel good about yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I like to watch shows that make people look uh, inferior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine human yeah that's always fun <laughs> I can't wait for Kev to be on though that is going to be such a blast I call him Kev Big Kev <laughs> Big Kev Big Kev so um, I know Bart will be with us in a moment we've been doing uh, some social media catching up too to keep him informed and uh, it's kind of something we like when uh, our guests are just you know that much staying in touch with so he had asked uh, in case some people join late, if we could play Hero again. And we'll try to get that in uh, either mid-interview or right after his interview. So if you're oh, just cool. tuning in and you're you're tuning in for Bart, you should be along shortly, stick around either during his interview or right after. We will hit Hero again because it's worth listening to. It's such a good song, really powerful, and, and uh, it's fantastic. I mean, we've done it. We did it with uh, Maui Rhythm. I think we played their song, what, now, 18 times? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Along there. 18 <laughs> no, but for people who who want to uh, reach out to Bart or you know see what Bart looks like or what he's all about, it's a uh, Blart Business at Blart Business. Um, I was looking for Bart Shadow, but on Twitter and Instagram, I was just on the IG. So hit him up at Blart Business. He's so talented. Yeah, Blart. I'm gonna. It's one of the questions we have. I'm gonna find out exactly what Blart Business is all about. Hmm. And that's a that's kind of a cool nickname. I mean, people got nicknames for me, but uh. Can't say him here on the stoop, just in case youngsters are listening in. Yeah, I'm oh, really sorry, guys. <laughs> I shouldn't have cursed that early in the game. Very, very sorry. We are not edited here at the stoop. No, we're not. And uh, God help us today. That happens. You might be out of a job. <laughs> or we'll be making more. You never know. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. That, may, that might be the uh, that might be the pinnacle. That next level, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, because no, Jewel's not afraid to attack either, as uh, Taylor Swift has learned. And uh, so. <laughs> I really have to stop talking about her. Cause she might be on the show one day, and sorry, nothing's out of, hey, you know you're nothing's my girl. Out of the realm. That's right, you're my girl. Nothing's out of the realm of uh, who can make themselves appear here on the stoop. And uh, I know. We're going to be announcing. Out. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to be announcing guest October is booked. Uh, but like I said, we'll make special shows if more people want to come in and uh, PR folks, etc., are listening. We will make extra room. That's what we do here. Yep. I think now we're, we're going into Christmas time <laughs> on the yeah. stoop here. Like, this is Almost. great. I mean, we're, yeah, we're like lining people up into November as well. And uh, yeah, they're going to keep coming in. Pretty exciting. Very exciting. A few short minutes now, and uh, we should be joined by Bart. Bart Shadow. I wish that was my name. That's a pretty wild name. <laughs> Looks like we got him here now, so I get to I get to say it again. 
let me tune in here so I could say the name again, ladies and gentlemen. With us now, the amazing entertainer himself, Bart Shadow. Bart, good evening and welcome to the stoop. What's up, guys? Hey, how are you? What's up? My God, how you doing? there's so many hosts. I, I can't even keep, tra- keep track of you guys. There's so many of you guys. <laughs> it's uh, it's down to two of us. It is uh, myself, Jeff, and we've spoken plenty, and Jewel. Uh, John was the original creator of the show. He's no longer hosting. He does more behind-the-scenes stuff. So you get the A-team tonight, yeah. Bart. You get uh, Jeff and Jewel. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen, I've got a, I got a shout out for my brother-in-law uh, who lives in Pennsylvania to Jeffrey. Can I do the shout out right now? Is that cool? Absolutely. Absolutely. Go right ahead. Okay. You ready, Jeffrey? Here we go. Jeffrey! <laughs> That's great. Absolutely okay. perfect. And that, of course, he is talking about his brother-in-law, one of my main men, Doug Bladen, and that's just a perfect shout out. Bart, you did that wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you know, it's an inside joke, but you know, I guess that's how they greet each other. Even like when they're like nose to nose, that's still how they <laughs> greet each other. Don't you? <laughs> Even like at close distance of proximity, which is weird. It's a weird Very romance weird. thing going on, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I just wish I could sing it as I wish I could sing it as well as you did, Bark. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, it's just great to be on the show, guys. Thanks so much for inviting me. Um, a little nepotism going on, but um, I'm really excited to be here. And you know what? It's awesome. I listened to your show last night. I actually listened to an older show with D. Wallace. Awesome. And I thought that was awesome because. <laughs> I'm like, you know, a, a child of the 80s, a product of the 80s, and D. Wallace is, like, awesome, Some completely <laughs> awesome. I mean, from, e, from E.T. to Cujo, I mean, her, her work is, he's like the sweetest person in the world, and I was like, oh, my God, I, 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 I haven't heard this name in forever, and then I, heard, I listened to your interview, all of it, extensively, and I was like, she is completely really cool, and, uh, and she's She's like 75 years old, and she's like, I looked her up on IMDb, and she's like doing all these shows, like Supernatural and Grimm, and uh, she's just completely still relevant. And I want her on my show, Walking Dead, because I want her. I want this grandma to start killing some zombies. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. I think there would be nothing better than the mother from Cujo, like killing zombies (laughs) on Walking Dead. Getting another Carol. Yeah, like, like Carol's, I don't know, I know, like Carol's Sister. friend or something. Like, they're just, like, Sister. you know, shoulder to shoulder with, you know, just killing. I would love that. I mean, I think, I think she is, she is, is so incredible. So, uh, thanks for that interview. I thought it was uh, pretty impressive. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know how long ago that was, but I decided to kind of listen to what you guys do. And I think it's really cool what you guys do because, you, you know, you interview everybody. I mean, just, like, from all... Walks of life and, you know, different, uh, you know, um, entertainment, sports, and so there's something for everybody. So it's really, it was a really cool interview. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm flattered, really. That, that's amazing. And that's what we try to do. We try to get people from every kind of walk of entertainment. And when I stumbled upon you, Bart, and I seen all the things you're into, I absolutely positively had to reach out. So let's talk about some of the things you do. Uh, obviously, a man of many talents, musicals, acting, singing. What is your favorite thing to do? What's your favorite type of performance? 
Um, you know, I, I, I love it all. I mean, it, you know, maybe we should redirect that into what is the easiest for you to do? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, perfect. What's less work? What's less work for you, but then you're, you feel completely satisfied? Um, <laughs> well, you know, it, it certainly isn't Broadway, and it certainly isn't like uh, stage work or regional theater. It's, uh, it's not that it's not difficult. I mean, they all have their sets of challenges. And, you know, I just I shot an episode of Chicago Med uh, for NBC um, uh, this past spring, and they flew me out to Chicago. And it was like, I, I don't know, it's just like, I'm a fan of the show and getting on set and just, you know, and, and just playing with these actors was like, it was just so much fun and it was so brief. It was like, it was literally, you know, one day of shooting and then I hung around Chicago for another week and did, did, did another day of shooting, but it was just not that it wasn't challenging. There were challenging parts to it, but, um, I love the, I love getting, I love being on set. I just think it's so much fun. It's like, I'm just like a kid playing cowboys and Indians, you know, and I don't feel like I do enough, enough of it, but um, hopefully I'm going to get to do more of it after the Chicago med thing. But I really love being on set and I love working with, with, you know, some of these actors uh, from television, which is just awesome. It's not that I don't love Broadway. It's not that I don't love doing TSO and performing for 8,000 people a night. Uh, You know, it's, it's not that I don't love doing regional theater like Bridges and Madison County in Chicago, but it's hard it's freaking hard to do eight shows a week, man. It takes a lot out of you, you know? I mean, but it's not that TV stuff's not, those guys, you know, those guys work, you know, on TV, they work, you know, 12, 15 hours a day. I mean, of course they, they, they do well, they make great money, but everything has its set of challenges. And I just love, you know, I just love to act. I just love to do what I love to, you know, do what I do. We've been doing it for the past 25, 30 years, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, my, 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 my wife is a psychologist. She works for a company in Seattle called Avanade, and, and, and she's the head of the leadership development. And she was – and so um, a couple of days ago, we were just doing a couple um, sort of – a couple of videos, for, like training videos. And I don't get paid because she's my wife, right? <laughs> so I know and that's I'm like, this, this is great. <laughs> I'm an in-house actor that I can use all the time. I'm like, hey, don't you know? Don't get don't get used to this. But you know, <laughs> um, she's writing the scripts, and I'm doing these scenes with her, and I'm like, this is so much fun. And it was in my house. I mean, we were recording on my tripod, and I was like, I love this. I could do this all day long and not get paid. So, I mean, the question, I mean, the answer to your question is I love it all. And I am so blessed to do so many different things like, you know, from the symphonic rock concerts with TSO uh, to TV and film and Broadway and regional theater. I mean, and industrials and cruise ships and everything. I get to do so, so many different kinds of things. And I'm just blessed to do, to do it all. I mean, I, it's so, it's just so much fun. And I still get to do it. So I don't know if that ex- actually, you know, uh, describes your answer or describes your perfect. Um, question. <laughs> it's perfect. I actually did it better than I actually asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very scatological. So my, 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 my beautiful uh, fans and listeners will be like, okay, that's Bart. He's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm just, like, so super passionate about what I do and just about um, – about what about life and what I do, and it's it's just really cool that I get a chance to do what I do, and people are like, 
interested in what I do. So it's cool. Yeah, definitely. And you do what you're passionate about and what you're great at. Um, I just have to ask, are, do you, uh, is it like, I know it's a lot of work, like a ton of work for you, but on Broadway, is it still stressful? Do you get any sort of stage fright? And um, and what's that like? Is there like a, a thing of relief when you work on set compared to Broadway because it's so, you know, fast paced and, and, and live and all that? So uh, do you still get stressed out and all? Um, yeah, I do. It's a different kind of stressed out. Uh, it depends on what I'm what I'm doing on Broadway. I mean, I haven't played a, a huge amount of leads on Broadway. Um, I've done some featured stuff and a featured ensemble and things like that. But I think with Broadway, it's, uh, you know, you go through a period of where you have a couple months or like a month of rehearsal, and then you have another month of, it's, it's in stages. Then you have another month or a month and a half of previews. And then that's, and, it, and, and then it's going back to rehearsal. After previews, even while you're doing previews, you're rehearsing the show during the, sh- during the, during the day like, you know, 10, 10 to 6, and then you're doing the shows at night. And they're making tons of changes. And you know what? There's big-time producers involved. There's a lot of money involved, millions and millions of dollars involved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, the directors are looking at you like, are you going to get this or what, you know? And then it, previews are tough because you're rehearsing during the day, and then you're doing the show at night with all the changes in front of a live audience. Right. And that is super, super stressful. And then the critics come, and it's like, oh, my God, here, uh. here come the critics. I mean, I did a show called Dracula in 2005, and literally, it's my buddy Frank Wildhorn, who's, who's done, like, Scarlet Pippa and all, done tons of you know, several shows on Broadway. But uh, he actually was the only composer of three Broadway shows running simultaneously uh, on Broadway, and Scarlet Pimpernel, Jekyll and Hyde, and the show that I uh, opened with in Civil War. My first show on Broadway was, was called Civil War. He had two other shows on Broadway at the same time, and nobody's ever done that in history. Wow. Um, and it, 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 it's, it's just incredible. But, but you know, doing a, a new show that nobody's ever heard, and then several years later after doing Civil War in 2005, I did another one of Frank's shows. It was called Dracula the Musical. And, of course, the jokes are ready to come out. Here we go. Okay, it's O positive. You know, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> it bled me dry. I mean, all the jokes are coming out. And when the reviewers came out on opening night, um, it was like you could hear a pin drop. And I was like the comic relief in the show. I was the Texan who, you know, who wanted to kill all, you know, kill the kill Dracula. And I was like, and I was, you know, I had this Texan accent with this Boeing Bowie knife, and you know, I had a, I had some really clunky lines, and you know, it's like, and they were funny, even if I didn't intend them to be funny. But you <laughs> could hear a pin drop because we knew all the reviewers were out there that night with their pins poised, thinking of the next headline. You know, oh this sucks. <laughs> so it was, I'm, I didn't know any different because I'm just like playing the role and playing the scene. But, you know, the director came up to me, Des McEnough, who's like a Tony Award winning director. He directed Jersey Boys on Broadway. And he said, you didn't even really know you were even funny, did you? I was like, no. <laughs> he said, you didn't even know that people were laughing at you, did you? I said, nope. I did not. I was completely in the zone. Whether they left at me or not, I don't really care. <laughs> so, I mean, um, I don't really let that kind of stuff get to me. Uh, I guess unless I'm playing playing the lead, but you know, it's just 
I don't know. I mean, a Broadway opening is much more stressful than going into a show like Chicago Med, which has been running for two seasons, and you know the formula works. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. everybody loves the characters. You just got to go in, say the lines, and do your job. But Broadway, super, super stressful, especially if it's a if it's a show. Now, if it's a show that you've already, like, that's been running for years, like Les Mis, I went into Les Mis after it had been running for, like, I don't know, eight years. Yeah. So it's a format that works. People love it. People, you know, it, 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 the people in the audience were mostly tourists at that time because everybody in New York had already seen it. It had been running for, like, eight years, ten years, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So there was no stress. <laughs> everybody already knew the show. They loved the show. So I don't know. It's just... Uh, and with Trans-Siberian Orchestra, you know, it's, that's a formula, too. So everybody, we already have the fans, the built-in fans um, that bring on more fans. And the demographic is so wide, like five-year-olds to like 85-year-old grandmothers and grandfathers. So who already love the show, and they already have, are with people who love the show because they're with families. So every, every aspect of performing is completely different depending on... You know, uh, depending on the aspect of it. So I hope mm-hmm. that kind of explains it somewhat in detail about Broadway, TSO, and TV. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it certainly does. It's. I mean, you're you're nailing it, really. So everything that we need to know, we're getting to know. Um, I mean, we we do our little live show here. Me and Jewel spend a half hour just prepping each other and getting nervous just for a one-on-one show like this. I can only imagine what being on Broadway is all about. Um, yeah. so, Siberian Orchestra. I am a massive fan. It's one of my top things to do on Christmas is listen to Trans Siberian. You've been with them for about ten yeah. years. Tell us some fun stories about touring with this group. Oh man, um, they're such a great group, and I've been touring with them since 2002, off and on. I'm not on tour this year because they they're not using me for that particular show. What oh, I okay. do is a very niche. Yeah, it's a very niche thing. I mean, they got guys who can really, really sing rock. I mean, they have, they have guys who have been doing this for 30, 40 years, like Jeff Scott Soto, who, who took over for Steve Perry after Journey. He took yes. over after Freddie Mercury left. I, or, or, I'm sorry, he didn't leave. He passed away um, right. you know, as, you know, for, for Queen. I mean, he was, he was that guy. I mean, so this guy's been doing this as long as I've been doing musical theater. So <laughs> I come into his world and he's like, Broadway, oh, that's for a bunch of, you know what, I'm not going to say the word, but for Broadway too much. And I'm like, oh my God, you're just got started. This is the coolest thing ever. Because, you know, I mean, I grew up on, one summer I was listening to Bob Seger, Dan Fogelberg, Billy Joel, and Robert Goulet singing Camelot. I mean, that's kind of how weird... My eclectic, you know, I'm seriously, I'm listening to Broadway on LPs, you know, I'm like, you know, my age, but I'm listening to, to, I mean, the the only, the only, I was listening to literally Dan Fogelberg, who comes from my hometown of Peoria, Illinois, listening to Dan Fogelberg Phoenix album, and uh, listening to Journey, my brother's albums, and Bob Seger, Silver Bullet Band, and then listening to Robert Goulet sing, If Ever I Would Leave You, I was like, so... That's what I grew up with. So, I mean, it's not like I just grew up just singing Broadway tunes. I grew up, I grew up listening to rock and roll, and Eagles, and even John Denver. And Jewel, John Denver is yes. a shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. And if you ever heard him sing with Julie Andrews, you want yeah. to come to my Broadway world? I mean, John Denver into the Broadway world. He dabbled too. 
as well. Oh. It's brilliant. Him singing Edelweiss with with Julie Andrews. Oh Look it up God. on YouTube. It's the it's most amazing. beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay. okay. And and him um, and Olivia Newton John were incredible. Oh my God, he was an amazing. I mean, and I, I listened to your top your top five vocalist. Jeff Tate, we worked with in Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Hey. You know, in the early years of Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, Queens, Queensryche. Uh, Queensryche or Dream Theater? Queensryche, right? Yeah. Queensryche, yes. Similar, yeah, similar Queensryche, personality. Yeah, yeah Queensryche, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? TSO was, we had some years there where we brought in some, some, some guest artists. Now, there's two bands with TSO, and I don't think you guys are listening. People know that. There's an East Coast band and there's a West Coast band. I'm on the West. I'm usually on the West Coast band, but there was a time where TSL would bring in guest artists. It was awesome. freaking awesome. We brought in Jeff Tate. We literally brought in the uh, Tommy Shaw from Sticks. Oh um, wow! The East Coast. The East Coast brought in. Um, um, uh, um, oh my God, <laughs> why, why my name? Why, why, Aerosmith. Why? Why Steven Tyler? They Steven brought Tyler. in Steven, Steven Tyler. Tyler. Okay. We, and we sang back up to all these guys. John Anderson. Wow. We, we, we sang back up to him. We sang back up to John Tate or uh, Jeff Tate. We um, also uh, – who, who else? We, oh, oh, you know what? Joe Walsh was, like, so cool to hang out with. Mate. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, it was amazing. It was like – and you go up in this rock world like I did and not the Broadway world, and it's so weird that I even end up on Broadway – that you, you, these these heroes are just like you're like during the stage with your heroes. So um, I don't think TSO does that anymore because TSO is kind of like ha- it's its own entity now and it's it's its own product and brand. So it doesn't really need those um, you know those 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 powerful names in the rock world. But there was a time when we did that, so that was really really super cool. You know, that's phenomenal. That's, Holy crap! That's that's the kind of great yeah, story. I know. I mean, here that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we would like, you know, we would just like relive all of their, like, we would do maybe two or three tunes. They would do it like two or three, a set of two or three tunes, and we'd sing backup, like perfect backup harmony, original harmonies to all their tunes. Especially, you know, um, so it was, it was just an awesome thing. So traveling with them has just been, you know, it's tough. You're doing eight to nine shows, just like Broadway, you're doing eight to nine, nine shows uh, a week, and you're literally going, you're getting on a bus. Which is a nice bus. It's not like a school bus. It's not like one of those buses, like you know, transport people, you know, from air, like the airport shuttles. It's not that kind of bus. Watch the tram car, it's please. A, <laughs> yes, it's no, no. It's it's a pre-boat bus, you know, like the top of the line bus, and it is, you know, it's one of the biggest rock and roll, uh, biggest rock tours in in the country. I mean, with a sixteen, seventeen, eighteen tractor trailers. You know, wow. and it becomes just a family. We all get to know each other. The crew is comprised of about 70-some people, you know, and we hire a local crew as well because they have to break this thing down. We literally get into a town at 4 o'clock in the morning after traveling the two to 300 miles a night, possibly more, sometimes more. We get into town. We wake up and like, oh, my God, where am I? Oh, okay. Oh, is it Erie, Pennsylvania? Oh, it's Erie. Oh, this is awesome. This is cool. This is amazing. And you wake up, you get out of bed, you get coffee, and, you know, you hang out, read the newspaper, and then you have to report to, you know, sound check at 4 o'clock at the venue. Okay? Yeah. That's what it is. And then you, you do that. They, they, you know, they supply you dinner. They have our, the best caterers, and we have the best people that travel with us, that cook us the best meals, especially if you awesome. have dietary needs. 
It's you're a freaking <laughs> rock star, okay? And so you know, and then you eat, you're eat your meal, and then you get ready for the show. You do the show. It's two hours and forty five minutes, and after that, people don't understand this. And TSO after that, these guys they work their butts off. We go straight. People would think, well, yeah, you really don't work that hard. But no, it's it's a long, long freaking day. After that, you go straight uh, upstairs to the concourse and you sign autographs for two hours for about a thousand wow. people. Wow. And then after that, you get on the bus and you finally get to eat again after you haven't eaten <laughs> since three o'clock. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say these guys go are and starving. <laughs> They're like, where's the sun chips? Oh my God, give me sun chips now. <laughs> um, they are freaking starving. So uh, that's all we do is just feed our faces, and then we watch like we watch Family Guy for the rest of the night. That's all we do. Awesome. We, and we uh, we retire to our beds. And some people have different, you know, sleeping needs and all that. And we retire to our beds after that. Our little bursts, which I call them coffins, and uh, and then that's the end of it. And then we wake up the next morning. We're in the next city. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. That's TSO. For nine weeks. Wow. That has yeah. to be grueling, but so much fun, you know. So, shoot, couldn't even imagine. Uh, it I is wanna, fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to get in here real quick. Uh, you have a show coming out in uh, 2018, Cybernatural, and a short, Hobo 1 Meet Hobo 2. Can you tell us a little bit about both of them? Um, let's, uh, Hobo 1, Hobo 2, um, still in the can, don't really know what's going on with that. Cybernaturals is, um, um, I actually play the villain in that, and it's a web series, and my friend Jennifer, who's a brilliant, brilliant actress, singer, uh, is in New Orleans. I've made a lot of friends in New Orleans because I did a show out there, so I've made tons of friends. Um, I shot, I shot the first season out there in New Orleans, and... Um, it's a great, great role, and I'm also the love interest of the lead, and uh, I think it's going to be released by the by the beginning of next year. I still have to go back to shoot season two of the Cybernaturals. So once again, it's that superhero thing. It's just like Terra Tremendous. Um, it's a, it's a bunch of superheroes uh, in, in you know located in New Orleans who are trying to hide their superhero powers. And they can't, and something happens where they, you know, they've got to bind together and uh, and try to oust this incredible villain who happens to have a love interest with um, with the lead character. That's me, Eric. And uh, it's it's really cool. It's you know, it's it's you know, it's a little, it's, low, it's definitely low budget, but uh, the story is amazing and the characters are incredible. It's called the Cybernaturals, and look for it. It should be coming out. Um, 2018, and we still have to finish the rest of the season. But uh, that's super exciting, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I always end up playing the villain. It's pretty cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, speaking of Tara Tremendous, can you tell us a little bit about that? Now I'm looking through the the list here, and it, it has so many great people in it, like um, Mickey Mickey Dolenz from The Monkees and Orange Is a New Black, Annie Golden, who who plays a mute but has a phenomenal voice. It's it's crazy. So. Uh. Um, can you, yeah, can you it's so incredible. It? You know, yeah. After Chicago Med, um, the casting director uh, Robin Robin Karras, uh called me up from from New York, and I have to thank Robin because Robin got me involved in this project. And she said, "Bart, you want to do this thing? It's you know, it's like you know, it's a it's a it's a smaller role, but it's a really cool role, and there's some cool people involved." I said, "Sure. When I come back to New York, absolutely. I would. I don't have anything planned. I would love to do it. I've got some time in between Bridges of Madison County when I go back to Chicago." Yeah, sure. 
So I got involved in it, and um, I went to the first rehearsal, and there's Mickey Dolenz mm. from the Monkees awesome. sitting across from me. Awesome. And I was just like, I grew up with the Monkees. And actually, yeah. you know what? This funny story is when I was a kid, I was five years old. Um, literally, they thought that, you know, they thought there was something wrong with me because I would literally, what I would do all day is sit in a rocking chair. I'm not kidding you. And I would sing to myself. And they thought there was there was literally something wrong with me. I didn't socialize. I didn't go out. Um, I think they thought I was, and I don't want to say this, but I mean, uh, they thought I was, at the time they didn't know, but possibly on the autism uh, autism spectrum. So, but I wasn't. I just loved to sing, and I always had a song in my head. Maybe I'm, maybe I am autistic. I don't know. I probably still am. But um, anyway, they, my 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 parents had wondered about me because all I did was sit in a rocking chair and I sang, "Hey hey with a monkey," <laughs> and no one would sit in my rocking chair. They're like, "No, Bart, that's Bart's chair. Do not sit in his rocking chair. Whatever you do." So there, I, I, there was something, I think I was just a kid who was super creative, and I'm so glad that, you know, I, I actually followed through with my dreams because I'm doing what I love to do <laughs> in That's every awesome. aspect. But I started off at five years old singing The Monkees because I was completely obsessed with The Monkees, and I'm sitting across from Mickey Dolan's going, oh, my God, what is going on? And, did you geek um, out in and, front and of him? <laughs> I didn't know what to say to him. I literally didn't know what to say to, to Mickey. I, I, but we, you know what? We start actually talking a little bit after we, after we did the rehearsal, and then we went into Fine Signs 54 Below, and then we did, um, we did our concert, which was fully intended. We, were, we did our concert there, and then after that, the next day we did the, the cast recording. Now, the creators of Terra Tremendous are from L.A. I call them the boys from Neverland. They're, they're, they're just, they're, they're like, they're like the lost boys. Um, they're this, they're so creative. They're so lovely. And they want this thing to go to Broadway so bad. And they've got a great product. And my, my wife heard this music for the first time and she was like, this is so marketable and going to Broadway. But the story is amazing because we need another Matilda on Broadway. And I think this is going to fulfill that. And it's just a family friendly show. And Terra Tremendous is, by the way, a lot of folks you don't know out there, it was the number one iTunes podcast for a year or so, um, and they decided to make this into a musical, a Broadway musical. And um, it, it had garnered so much popularity. I had not even heard of it because it's mostly for kids. And so I started going online and listening to it going, oh, my God, this is awesome. And uh, so they cast me as the dad, Nick Callahan. I'm a police detective in a very, very small town, kind of from where I live and, and uh, where I used to grow up in Illinois. And I'm, I'm uh, Tara Tremendous. I'm Tara's father. And uh, Tara accumulates all of the superheroes' powers in a day from something that happens. And I'm not going to give away the story and the plot line. But Mickey Dolenz plays one of the adversaries and one of the, you know, one of the, one of the villains. And uh, Brian Charles Rooney, who's an amazing Broadway guy, he plays, he plays one of the villains as well. And Annie, Annie Golden is just incredible, too. She's like the most giving, loving person ever. Uh, mm-hmm. She plays the villain as well. But they're amazing. They're all amazing in the show. And um, I'm so proud of working on this project I, I think they're just trying to create a grassroots interest 
um, possibly starting, I don't know, in Texas and Alabama as well. And I don't know if there's a, a little mini tour going on for sure, but w- most importantly right now, I just wanted to announce Terra Tremendous and, and their um, Wonky Bot Studios. Go to wonkybotstudios.com. That's their studio in L.A. They create Spooky Troop as well as Terra Tremendous. Go to wonkybotstudios.com to get the album, the new cast recording of Terra Tremendous. And listening to Mickey Dolenz, I'm not going to tell you too much about it, but it's not what you think of Mickey Dolenz. It's completely different character <laughs> what you than what you think. I know what you're talking I about. Love the song. That's so funny. It's, it's so, it, 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 it was such an incredible experience. And you know what? And every, of course, everybody wants to bring their show to Broadway. Everybody sure. wants, and I know it's so hard. And it's a, it's a five to seven, even a ten year journey. So these wow. guys are so gung ho, um, and I, you know, I admire their tenacity and I admire their passion. And they've got a great show going on, and they're doing it in all the right ways, including this, uh, this original uh, cast recording which I think people are going to be really stoked about. And just if you guys will play the song one more time, I know a lot of my fans and a lot of Terror Tremendous fans and a lot of people from L.A. are tuning in uh, to listen to it. So um, instead of hearing me babble on, I hope you guys can play that again. Sure. We can do it. If you'd like, we can do it right now uh, while we have Bart here on the show. Uh, it right. is from Terror Tremendous. It is the song called Hero. He sings with Mimi Ryder, and we played it earlier. It's amazing, so I've got no problem hitting it again. So for everybody out there, here it is. The song is Hero, Art Shadow, and Mimi Ryder. We'll be back in about 3 minutes and 36 seconds. Thanks, guys. I never would have seen You see the world 
Shadow with Miss Mimi Ryder. The song is Hero from the upcoming musical Tarot Tremendous. When you listen to yourself sing, are you just like, wow, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> that was a one, I think that was one take in the studio. I was like, it was, uh, but I, I, you know what? You guys are hearing it really for the first time. I think the world is hearing it for the first time. You guys got a lot of visitors or uh, a lot of listeners. So um, it's it's really cool. It's kind of a the debut performance of that song, which is really exciting. So if you guys are excited about it, hopefully the rest of uh, America will be excited about it. I just want to give a shout out to my lost boys in LA, Stuart, Todd, Michael, um, our, the wonderful producer Mia Mia Moravis, who actually produced uh, Anastasia as well. She's a lovely, lovely friend of mine. I'm doing some projects with her at 54 Below and Feinstein's. And, um, and, and, and also uh, Robin Carew, um, uh, Carews, uh, who's also the casting director as well. There's one other thing I've got to plug, guys. Um, Go ahead. There was, there was a film. I, I've done two motion picture um, uh, m- musicals. One is called Freedom with Cuba Gooding Jr. several years ago. And um, it's on Netflix now. I don't really need to plug it because it's already on Netflix, but it, it's, 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 it's a period piece. It's really cool. And I sing a song called um, uh, On My Way to Canaan's Land, but um, it's an awesome supporting role. But um, the other motion picture musical that I did, this is before La La Land, was several years ago, but they're releasing it on Amazon Prime for free, and it's called Life of an Actress, and yes. the creator is Paul Chow. And Paul is a Broadway producer, but he's an insane guy. I mean, the guy wrote, directed, and he wrote the music as well. I mean, I'm like, okay, this is it's insane. But the film wow. came out. We were we were reviewed by the New York Times and Variety, um, and you know, and um, uh, I, I I start opposite. I'm the male lead, and I start I start opposite Orfe in it. Um, and uh, she's she's a Tony-nominated uh, Broadway star from Legally Blonde. Um, uh, Richard Blake is in it as well. He's the bad guy, and he's in Bronx Tale right now on Broadway. Taylor Lauterman, you probably saw in Peter Pan Live. 
And she's also going to be in Mean Girls um, on Broadway in 2018. She's the other girl and Allison Case, who I did Hands in a Hard Body with my last Broadway show. Um, it's a really, really great story. I know it's not La La Land and we're not being suspended in, you know, in midair dancing, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's on a really low budget. I don't know. I get a moderate budget. But the story is about three actresses in Queens who work at this diner together. I'm the diner owner. My name is my play Charlie. I'm kind of this grizzled, like I'm over it kind of guy. But um, I, I hire actresses because, you know, I have a dream that's sort of hidden that I never really lived. And I want these girls to live their dreams. And, um, and the story is really, really, really cool uh, with the three actresses. And you see their lives of how they're trying to create their dreams while working at this diner and the struggles, uh, this, the struggles that are, that it entails of, of trying to make it on Broadway. And it's called life of an actress. Listen, everybody go see this, watch it. Even if you hate the film, you think it's a piece of crap. <laughs> I don't care. Vote, just vote on it and just rate it, rate it and say, I think it's a piece of crap because it's not La La Land. I think oh. it's a piece of crap because Bart Chateau's not Ryan Gosling. I don't care, but just go online, watch it for free on Amazon Prime, and there's got to be something good you have to say about Life of an Actress. Something, something good. At least my performance. Um, <laughs> or the Absolutely. girls' performance. The girls are fabulous in it. And you know what? There's some awesome music in it, and I get to sing kind of rock, Bruce Springsteen-esque sort of stuff yeah. that kind of gravelly. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't sound anything like what I sound with Terror Tremendous. It's all very gravelly and very rock rock oriented and it's just a great role and uh and actually paul has got a plan paul chow is the creator i know he wants to take this thing to broadway but he wants people to see the film first and then have that kind of name recognition and go oh all these people from the film are going are going to be on broadway doing the show so listen i don't know if it's going to happen or not because getting to broadway as you know is like a freaking pipe dream for a lot of people but you know what they'll make these guys have a dream they'll make it happen whether it's terror tremendous or life of an actress they are broadway bound with these shows and watch life of an actress on amazon prime and and i give my best to paul chow who's the creator of it um we had a rough start but you know what it's worth seeing the performances of orfe Taylor Lauderman, Allison Case, and myself, as well as Richard Blake. And they're all off doing amazing things on Broadway now. So um, that was that's my little plug for the night. And I don't know if you guys had more questions, because I think we've run over. So That's it. Uh, well, that's terrific. Um, you know, we will always have you back and, and do this again. That'd be great. Uh, Life of an Actress on Amazon Prime. Of course, Tower on Tremendous. On Amazon Prime, for free. Yes, yeah. for free, Wonky right Bot on studios.com. Yes, wonkybotstudios.com. Um, if you want to know more about me, um, I will not have an as, as extensive uh, uh, website as the Wallace. Uh, mine's pretty easy to navigate <laughs> through. <laughs> but it's bartchateau.com, B-A-R-T-S-H-A-T-T-O.com. And check out, we just got a Broadway world review of my, of, my, of my one-man show called Back to Broadway Heroes, Villains, and Dreamers. We just did our debut at the Raz Room at New Hope and got an amazing review, and I'm going to be posting it. On, it's already posted on Facebook. I'm going to be posting it on my website as well. It's an incredible review by Broadway World. Um, it's one of the scariest things I've ever done is my own show, and I literally do 25 songs in five minutes. No, just kidding. No. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I do 25 <laughs> songs 
in two hours, and I sing the <laughs> hardest songs any male tenor on Broadway can ever sing. Whew. And plus, I've got a couple other guest artists as well that come and sing with me because otherwise I'll die, and I'll need CPR, <laughs> and blood will squirt from my cords. But it's one of the hardest <laughs> things I've ever done, and it's such a cool show. If you guys are ever in need of some, like my brother-in-law, Doug, came out to see it. It's like, yeah, you know, because I did it actually in, um, I did it a year ago at the Bucks County Cabaret, and I did... Um, I did Trump and Hillary Clinton. I did <laughs> an impression oh, of Trump. I dressed up like Trump. Trump as the king of Siam, actually building a wall around Hamilton, the theater of Hamilton, and firing everybody from Hamilton. <laughs> and it was hilarious. And, um, and my, my brother-in-law, Doug, loved it. He said it was the best thing in the show. And I wanted to bring Trump back to the Raz Room, uh, but nobody thinks Trump is funny anymore. So, uh, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> but I still think this Trump is hilarious, um, and I have you so much Trump impression. Trump. I have to say, <laughs> it's, it, I love doing Trump, and then I go right into Hillary Clinton from there. And I, it was really funny because it was, it was actually before it was during the uh, the debates, and so yeah. people thought it was funny back then. There's like, oh, this is really funny because this will never happen. But now that it's <laughs> happened, it's not funny anymore. But I love doing Trump, um, and I, I I love and I love putting Trump into the Broadway musical um, um, genre because I think it's hilarious that he would fire the cast of Hamilton and cast himself as the king of Siam and the king and I, I oh and that's God. what we do. I, I, you know, and so, listen, there's going to be more stuff in my show. I want to bring more rock in it because my, Doug, my, my brother-in-law, Doug, was like, well, it's really not my cup of tea because it's all Broadway stuff. But, listen, I want to do Bob Dylan does Disney. I want to yes. do uh, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen does Broadway. Oh, wait, Bruce Springsteen yes. already does Broadway. He but does I want to do, like, celebrity celebrity impressions with a full band of me singing like Bruce Springsteen and Sting and Bob Seger, but singing Broadway tunes as as celebrity guest artists. So I want to put great. that in my show as well. It's called Back That'd to Broadway be- Heroes, Villains, and Premiers. You can see it on my website. That would be great. And, uh, again, it's easy to navigate, www.barchetto.com, B-A-R-T-S-H-A-T-T-O.com. Yep. Follow him on Twitter yep. at Bart Business and check out all the amazing things he does. Bart, even better than we can ever imagine, an amazing interview. Thank you so much for taking the time. You were fantastic. You guys are amazing. Keep up the good work and keep, uh, uh, you know, keep up with these guests. I mean, gosh, the shameless guest this awesome i love that show you have <laughs> such an eclectic group of people and uh i wish you guys a million more visitors a million Aww. more listeners and please bring me back i'm sure there's going to be much more stuff to talk about i have an audition for the show called blind spot tomorrow which yes. i'm playing <laughs> i'm playing a german bad guy a menacing german villain <laughs> who's a reoccurring and so uh, uh, I, I, if I had more time, I would actually practice my German on you, but that's not going to happen. So, um, so maybe there will be some more stuff I can talk about, maybe more TV stuff uh, that I can talk about when I see you guys uh, later on Down the Line. Sounds so, great. Thanks. Absolutely. We would love that. Thank you so much. Have a great Absolutely. night, guys, and thanks you again. You too. Bart um, Shadow, everybody. Thank you so much for coming on. Have a great night. Take care. You too, guys. Talk soon. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Joe, I got to tell you, fantastic. He is even more lively and outgoing and and fun than I could even imagine. You, know, you see his work he does. You kind of follow him on Facebook, like you do with a lot of people. And 
kind of anticipated what we get him, but he blew it away. He just absolutely killed the interview. He pretty much, he said, you know, do we have any other questions? I had about 12 questions, and he answered oh. all 12 in like four <laughs> questions. <laughs> That's awesome. He, he really has a wide range. He really sells himself well, and it sounds to me just in hearing that song, Hero, and listening to his personality, he's worth seeing. Again, www.bartchateau.com. B-A-R-T-S-H-A-T-T-O. If you're not a fan of his, you will be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What do yeah, you think? He was, so, he was so funny, too. Like, I just, I'm sorry, but you heard my laugh the whole time. He was so funny. <laughs> uh, it was great. And, uh, yeah, he's on Twitter and Instagram, too. Blart, Blart uh, Business. At Blart Business. Um, but Blart Business. But it's tremendous. Tara Tremendous, I can't wait for this to come out. It's coming out this Friday, September 29th. Go to uh, wonkybot.com. And uh, it, just between, like, the DC Girls universe this year and um, Wonder Woman success, like, little girls need these strong women to look up to and these strong girls. And I'm just so happy that my daughter is growing up in a time with all these uh, fem- female superheroes and, and girls who are really kicking butt. So, uh, yeah, can't wait for that. It's going to be great. And it's going to be great, and I'm actually now going to pin myself to it and check it out. And, you know, like you said, some people get closed-minded. They don't know what they're getting into, and once they listen to it, they're they're stricken by it. And we played Hero twice tonight on the show, and I'm ready to listen to it a bunch of more times in the near future, and i like to check out Tara Tremendous. And Bart's the kind of guy you definitely want to support and root for. He's, he's an excellent performer, and you can tell him his voice is amazing, and he does so many great things. So we're going to have him on. We're going to be back again and uh, hopefully more stuff to talk about. Again, thanks to Bart. Just one of the many great people we bring here on the stoop, and he's plugging us. I love it. He loves yeah. what we do. We love what he does. You know, it's for the fun here. Um, as you know, you know, we, we throw around names. He mentioned Shameless Steve Howie's going to be on. Uh, we'll get to names of guests of other people who are coming on soon. But right now, we'll get back to another topic real quickly because Drew was talking about the power of women and how women are making strides. The king of Saudi Arabia. That's right. The king of Saudi Arabia has announced that he will lift the ban on women not being eligible to drive. I don't really know where this came from, but congratulations to the women of Saudi Arabia. Jewel, can you believe that sexist things like this still exist in this world that we live in, that women are finally being allowed to drive? You're, you're a woman. What's your opinion? How, how sick did this make you when I brought it up as a point of discussion? It's just insane how many uh, things are taken away from women in, in different parts of the world. And um, No, it's crazy. I mean, I actually was surprised with the things that they could do. Like they can actually go to college and get a job after I looked up what Saudi yeah. Arabian women can do. Um, what they can't do still, like even after they passed the, uh, they, they lifted the, the ban to drive, but they all have male guardians when you're married or when I guess your father or your husband is your technical male guardian. So they can't um, have a job without their permission. They can't have elective surgery without their permission and they can't open a bank account. Um, they can't uh, keep their kids in the in a divorce and they can't have a fair hearing and they can't have equal inheritance. If their brother also has an inheritance, uh, they get the, the lesser share. So wow. I, I was surprised at what 
they couldn't do, but also what they can't. It's just ridiculous. I mean, people need I'm to impressed. just. I'm chill. impressed by your your research of Saudi Arabia. I'm very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I, try. I mean, that's, that's tough. <laughs> you have become the statistician here on the stoop. I'm just the guy who says silly things, and you're the one that comes out with the knowledge. And I'm proud of you. I, I absolutely love it. It's just great stuff. <laughs> Uh, very, very quickly, we talk about social media, we talk about websites, Twitter. Twitter's grown up a little bit. They have decided now that to test enlarging the size of 140 characters to 280 characters, like twice the size. Because um, God knows sometimes I'm going to get a lot off my chest and I get frozen at 140 letters. I get the SHI and I can't get the T out and I'm all frustrated. <laughs> You got to erase other words in, in the process, but um, yeah, 280 characters. Is this going to ruin the site with large reigning posts, or uh, do you think bigger is always better? What do you think about Twitter's new move? Um, I, I think Twitter's the smartest for it to to shut people up at least a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's like a it's, it's like a um a system, you know, it's like a haiku, like five, seven, five, just keep in this. Don't ramble on. I think it'll help ramblers like myself and, and Jeff here from rambling on. And uh, if you don't, <laughs> Impossible. If, if you can't have everything to say in one thing, there's always links for that. So uh, those are my thoughts. What do you think? I, I like what you're saying. And speaking of rambling, I think me, you and Bart shadow next time he's in town, hit a bar and we'll just ramble. Cause we like to talk. We're talkers and I love talking. Great. And but I laugh it. He'll keep us laughing. Tell you that. Oh, he absolutely. has some stories. Sure does. But it's funny that you talk about 280 characters. Facebook has uh, decided they're putting a limit on theirs. Uh, 18,000 characters is all that's allowed for a status update. I'm kidding. I see the look on your face. <laughs> I was like, is that true? People really get the rant, but uh, yeah, 280 yeah. characters is nice. They're, they're testing it out. Uh, if it doesn't work, they're planning on going back to the old format. 280 is big. It's not the end of the world. Let's, let's see what Twitter does. I mean, they're 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 making bank. They're out there. They're a big name. That's uh, where a lot of your stars go to post. And uh, see, see what Twitter's got. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. What did we say? <laughs> Twitter and Saudi Arabia and the movie It TV premieres and Bart Shadows. They're a pretty good show so far on the stoop. But yeah. something's missing from the stoop. Oh, I know. <laughs> What's on your playlist? <laughs> and Jewel, of course, plays in the anthem for What's Phew. on Your Playlist. Basically, what we do, real quickly, for you, those of you who are new to the show, we appreciate tuning in. Thank you for that. We go to our music library, and we pick five songs at random. We hit the shuffle button. Five songs come out. We tell you what these songs mean to us and what the songs are and about the artists and a cute little memory about these songs. And we're going to kick it off tonight with Miss Jewel Tatey and her first installment on What's on Your Playlist. Oh, I thank you. Um sure. What's on my playlist? What's always on my playlist? No other than Lana Del Rey. Guys, LA to the Moon Tour was announced today. And Lana is actually coming to the Philadelphia area. She did not before with her last tour, and I had to track her down in Atlantic City. But she's actually coming on my birthday week, January 21st, to the Wells Fargo Center, which is amazing. But then... January 26th, the day before my birthday, she's going to Penn State. So oh, I'm, wow. thinking, I'm thinking I have to make both shows, and that's going to be a, an excellent um, 
I'll do my 30th over and just have a, a blasty blast with uh, Miss Del Rey, but it's Video Games by Lana Del Rey, number five. Wow. Video Games by Lana Del Rey. Um, certainly a woman who owes us several thousands of dollars for the countless plugs that Jewel does yes. on the stoop for Lana Del Rey, but you're a big fan, and that's, that's awesome. Nothing like being a big fan of somebody, and uh, it's a pretty good one. Uh, my first installment, Cypress Hill. The song is Ooh. Can't Get the Best of Me, and the album is Skull and Bones. This is a double CD they put out years back where they did a rap side and a rock side. Of course, you'll know the uh, the very famous song from that rock superstar, one of my all-time favorite songs. This is a great one, too. Can't Get the Best of Me. Uh, Cypress Hill mixing it up, going a little bit outside of the realm, and uh, trying rock, and it, it worked out great. That is mine. What is your next jewel? Um, I actually have this chick, Sandigold, and she's really cool. It's a, uh, it's like poppy. She's, uh, it's got these like hard hitting beats, but it's creator. She kind of raps. She kind of doesn't. Um, it's it's a little reggae. It's a little not, but very cool music. I've always uh, been a fan since she came out. Um, yeah, back in the early 2000s. So Sandigold, creator. Creator by Stuntigold with the accent. Maybe we should bring Bart back and do the German accent since we're doing the Spanish accent. That's very theatrical. Yeah, why not? I love it. Um, (laughs) There's one, my next one. I'm not going to dedicate it to her, although it's named after her because it's not really the nicest song. It's about, you know, staying out late and getting your ass beat. The song is My Wife and the band is The Who. So. You know, it's pretty much yeah, a song about a guy uh, staying out late with the boys, and when he gets home, he pretty much knows his wife's going to kick his ass. Uh, so that's not – my wife wouldn't do that. Absolutely not. She wouldn't talk to me for a week, but she would definitely not kick my ass. But uh, a tremendous song, one of the greatest rock bands of all time, The Who. My Wife is uh, my second song. Let's get on the jewel with her third. Sweet. Um, speaking of college and – uh, my college days. Asher Roth. I love college. Asher is from Morrisville, Pennsylvania, where I wow. spent a year or two of my life. And uh, yeah, he made a big, and I, I saw him actually up Penn State. He put on a quite a good little show there. He had on some other big rappers of the time. Now he's kind of kind of indie, but he still shows Philly love, and he comes back. He just did this like Philadelphia picnic in the summer, and I was trying to track him down so he would be on the stoop because he's from the area and he loves Philly, but we'll see. We'll see if uh, his people reach out to my people. <laughs> your your people <laughs> being uh, – you, you've got extensive people. I've got extensive people too. My consists of me, my wife, and my dog. And out of three of them, I'm the one making all the plugs. But, <laughs> yeah, reach out to people. You know, who doesn't want to be on the stoop? One of the greatest remake songs of all time, if you're in the hard, loud, obnoxious music, is my next installment. This is one of my favorites of all time. The band is the Revolting Cox. It is the remake. Yeah, you heard me. It is the remake of the song, Do You Think I'm Sexy by Rod Stewart. Do You Think I'm Sexy by the Revolting Cox. And um, why is this song so special to me? Because I think I'm sexy. And I have okay. a revolting cock. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The things you hear on the stoop. Now, seriously, this was actually the big um, 
I had a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Joe. And uh, for years, him and a couple friends of him would do the DJ circuits at the go-go bars. And um, they always played at strip clubs. That, that's what I went for. I went for beer and music. I wasn't really into watching dancers, but yeah, that's what it is. And Joe always played this song. And I freaking love this song. You got to check it out. If you've never heard it, Do You Think I'm Sexy But a Revolting Cox? It's a remake of the Rod Stewart song. And it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. I just hate the name. Oh, it's a terrible <laughs> name. I feel bad saying it. When you know, my mother, God rest her soul, years back, was in my car. It came on and it read oh. across the screen, "Revolting Cocks." And my mother said, "I think I should get out of the car." I don't know what you're listening <laughs> to, but <laughs> there's that. There's that quick story for you, Joe. What's next on um, what's on your playlist? Uh. Okay, this is courtesy of my niece Duck, my uh my little intern I have at the studio here. But um yeah, as you can see behind me, we have some uh 21 Pilots uh, banners hanging up and this is from 21 Pilots Heavy Dirty Soul. These guys, there's two of them, these kids and I'm a fan. I don't care. 21 Pilots, they are doing it. They make some excellent music. Um I haven't seen them live, but my older sister has, and my other older cousin, um, who does the blog with Jesse has, and I know that they both go with their daughters, and they have a blast at these concerts, and these kids are really freaking talented. So uh, next time they're in town, I would love to catch them out. I know why you liked him, because the one guy sounds just like Eminem. He really does. No, he doesn't. No, really. I think he does a little bit, and that's kind of your thing. No one sounds like Eminem. Well... <laughs> Eminem without the revolting cock in his mouth. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, I'm picking on Eminem. Uh, let's go to a fun little song uh, as my next pick, The Cars. And let's go. And, you know, it's fun. I like the nightlife, baby. She said, let's go. I just want to get out of the house and go out and have a little bit of fun. Bow, in the bow, cars, bow. I guess. Yeah, let's go bow, by the cars. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, fun song. Were one of my uh, first bands I ever listened to as a young kid, and uh, that song's fun to me. Let's go, the course. That's uh, my fourth. We each get one more, and let's make it count, Jewel. That's fun. Um, I'm not ashamed, but it's another Lana Del Rey song, and I don't think I got the chance. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like so I don't care. It's all I listen to. <laughs> but I'm suing this woman. And I have to say that between blue jeans and video games like video games is me and mike's song so you're talking about your and cassie song but video games is definitely me and mike's song pull up in your fast car you know getting drunk at old bars throwing darts and and listening to our our drunk friends and and watching them fall so um yeah that's a dedication to my boo butt right there so i had to do it so shut your mouth mr perini Okay, Boobot. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry that through that I actually missed the name of the song. Oh, uh, Blue Jeans by LDR, Lana Del Rey. Blue Jeans by LDR uh, for, for Boobot. <laughs> and uh, next time I see Mike, I'm going to spend the entire evening calling him Boobot. <laughs> or Cupcake. I call him Cupcake, too. He's a, he's Cupcake in my phone. Cupcake. Aww. Cupcake. Cupcake. Not just Cupcake. Cupcake. That's why I call my wife. I call my wife babes. I call her baby face. I call her the babes, and I got a lot of 
cute little nicknames for my wife. Half the time, I only remember them because I say them once, and I don't even know where the name came from. And I do it with my dog. I call everybody pet names. So don't Aww. fear Boo Butt. You're good. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> you know, here's something we've never done on What's On Your Playlist. We actually have two songs from the same artist. We each did it. Lana Del Rey twice with Joel and me. I'm back with The Who and the remake of Summertime Blues. There ain't no hmm. cure for the Summertime Blues. They do such a great job of it as well. Um, I used to be a Summertime Blue. I used to get fidgety with heat. I was never really a big heat guy, but I started to notice as I got older that summer makes people happy. What do you think? Don't, doesn't summer put a smile on people's faces? It does, and I'm happy to have summer. I also can't stand the heat. Like, I, I used to be one of those chicks in the tanning bed all the time and, and had to get a tan. Now I can't stand heat. Like, this heat today, I, I'm so happy this heat is ending because I, I'm just so over it. I'm done with yeah, summer. Bring yeah. on the fall. Agreed. I mean, I'm not the biggest heat person, but you never heard of such a thing as summertime blues, but the way to who sings it, I absolutely love it. You know, that Lana, is another... has a, Lana has summertime yeah. sadness. <laughs> uh, I should have had that on. <laughs> Christ. That was a whole summertime of sadness because no jewel joined on the stoop here in the summer, and I've heard more Lana Del Rey than I have my own name. <laughs> nah, really. It's an artist you love, and i got to try getting into that, and you know, be awesome to, to get this here live for you. It's a big thrill. Um, okay, let's go down the, the list of another great episode of What's on Your Playlist. Jewel uh, started out with Lana Del Rey and video games. Um, uh, Santa Gold with Santa Creator. Gold. Santa Gold. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, my accent was off. Uh, Asher Roth with I Love College. Wow, list tonight, Jewel. 21 Pilots, Heavy, Dirty Soul. And one more from Lana Del Rey, Blue Jeans. That's Jewel's list. Jewel has a very uh, diverse group of music stuff. A lot of stuff I've never even heard of. Good. That's pretty cool. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. That's what we're both here for. I'm here to <laughs> bring back old man memories, and you're here to be the young kid. Pretty awesome. <laughs> sure. <laughs> my, list, uh, my list consisted of uh, uh, Cypress Hill and You Can't Get the Best of Me. My Wife by The Who, Story of a Man, Staying Out Too Late, Drinking, Getting His Ass Kicked. The Anthem to Me and the Question to All My Female Fans, Do You Think I'm Sexy? The remake by Ramon <laughs> Cox. <laughs> That's the uh, Jewel Tatey version. Let's Go by The Cars and Summertime Blues by The Who. Another super fun episode of What's on Your Playlist. And as you go on the scorecard, Jeff wins again. Congratulations, Jeff. I'll clap to that. Another Jeff victory always makes me clap. We'll just clap for ourselves. That's it. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, you know, I, such a good time. And, you know, Bart was uh, shouting out to our listeners. And uh, here's a funny little thing real quick. I got to tell this story, and it, it's hilarious. You know, Facebook has all these little neat little questions and little things you click on and they give you silly answers. God. Jewel rolls her eyes because she knows what I'm going to say, but I had to come back here because of this uh, terrific answer. So last night it was who badly wants a relationship with you? You know what? Let me click it. (laughs) Let me see the name that comes up. I'm always intrigued by this stuff. And it was Jewel. The one and only Jewel Tady 
once they had a relationship with Jeff. I thought it was funny. Personal and Jules Wall. We shared a laugh. Ha, 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 ha. We made comments, but just a few short moments ago, a comment from my wife that says, laugh my <laughs> blank ass off, probably because you two spend more time together on the show than you do with Mike Devlin and I. So my apologies, <laughs> Boo Butt, and my apologies, baby face. <laughs> it's really, it's really, who do you get in a fight uh, the most with besides your wife or your significant other? That's it. <laughs> what woman drives you as crazy yeah. as your wife? Yeah, that, I like that. That and that would be you all day long. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, we uh, we have a, we have a great thing here. Um, little shout out from Bart Shadow. Uh, Bart Chateau, I, you know, I hope I'm saying it right um, Had a great time guys Thank you for having me on And to think I had nothing to plug <laughs> Could have fooled me, plugged a lot of great stuff He is He's a busy man and I'm a, you know, very, busy for man. A lot of his stuff. very busy man God I couldn't handle that I could barely handle this show <laughs> no, That's crazy I get creeped out during the day I text, I mean my, my my wife is semi right. I text Jewel probably about ninety eight times a day. Brown and um, you know when when I'm in my my day gig and meetings and, and doing all kind of stuff where you know phone play is a little bit prohibited, I sneak in the bathroom probably twenty times a day to text Jewel and and catch up on the day's events here on on the stoop. Um, but it's it's a lot you know a lot more than you think. And like you know Bart said about being live and getting the jitters, and you know we get the jitters. Not as uh, not as easy as you think, folks. Nope. <laughs> That's why you know when we see the when we see the the number of listeners and we see the numbers grow, uh, it's a great feeling because it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You may not imagine it, but a lot goes into it. Uh, Jewel fans herself down like a hundred times in like <laughs> panic. That's and, the truth. And uh, you know, I actually having Jewel on makes me feel less nervous. Uh, <laughs> Because, you know, I watch her go into a panic. But it's a wonderful thing. And really, we are uh, very appreciative of everybody that comes on and listens to the stoop. And I know Bart had a lot of people come on and, and check him out tonight. And well worth it. Yes, absolutely. So I, I lost track of the list. I know you wanted to talk about this. I, I, I'm starting to forget the names. I, I know Kim. Everybody knows Kim. Kim of the fantastic buttocks and... All that good stuff. Kardashian, Kardashian girls are popping out babies left and right. I know we mentioned it. Give pop, us the pop, names pop. of the Kardashian girls that are pregnant. <laughs> and uh, listen, give us a scoop on the Kardashian pregnancies. Okay. Well, 20-year-old Kylie Jenner is pregnant with her boyfriend since April, uh, Travis Scott. Now, she's been dating him. She's dating him since April, but she's four months pregnant. So where does us? But us, uh, which is a little skanky, skanky, skank. Who puts out? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't agree. I don't know. No. <laughs> it's not even, I don't agree. I don't agree. I just, I, I mean, I think it's a bit, I just, <laughs> Perez Hilton was put on blast because he told the whole press media thing that she should get an abortion. That is like, Wow. You don't do that, dude. And he he lost a lot of fans for that. Um, She's 20 years old. She's a billionaire. I mean, women's rights, like, I believe, you know, you can do whatever you want with your body. I just, I don't know. It's a new relationship. Like, it's tough. And I don't know however you want to take it. But, yeah, she's 20. And she's having a baby in early January and February, along with Kim Kardashian, who's having her third child 
via surrogate with Kanye West. And then what I'm most happy to report is Khloe Kardashian is pregnant with her first. And I think out of all of them, Khloe is going to be the best mom. She, I watch the show. I do. Um, it's one of my guilty pleasures. But she is such a great aunt to those kids. And um, it just seems like for the years that I've been watching that she wanted kids for so long. And she didn't have them with that crackhead uh, Lamar Odom. So now she's on a good man. She found a good man, Tristan Thompson, and but mm. Tristan Thompson has a baby, a baby baby who's not even one uh, with a baby mom. So that could get messy. Uh, the baby's going to be one in December, and her baby is due in spring. And that is keeping up with the Kardashians slash Jenners with yours truly. <laughs> wow. I'm impressed. I mean, I just... I just oogle most of them. I don't oogle. <laughs> Who's the one that, that's pregnant? Courtney, is it? No, she's the only one that's not pregnant. Courtney and Kendall are not pregnant. Courtney. Chloe is uh, Chloe's the, Chloe, the Chloe. Amazon one. Yeah, she'll be a great mom because she's not that good looking. Somebody really cares what she's up to. What? <laughs> do you think she, do you think she's OJ's kid? Because that could be that could be the truth. You know, when you look at it, she's very different from the rest of them. She's very broad, yeah. very tall. Really tall. Yeah. You know, some things wouldn't surprise me. Um, she had an uh, affair at the same time and all that. It's kind of crazy. I'm, you know, I'm a typical perverted guy. I will look at Kardashians, last gender kids, but I really don't know. I don't really care what they're up to. <laughs> yeah. I just, I have uh, to keep up. <clears throat> it's, it's, uh, it's a guilty pleasure, but whatever. It's fun to talk about. Getting my ass kicked when I get up, you know, when I get out of the studio and get back to the house, I'm getting my ass kicked. Sorry. Uh, I really am getting my ass kicked for talking about Kardashians. <laughs> uh, can I put in a plug real quick before we nope. get into anything else? Anyway. <laughs> let let, ahead, let yes, me plug please. this real quick, though. Kosha Dills, the rapper, Jersey Born, Kosha Dills, you heard me right. He's going to be at the Voltage Lounge that is right directly. I'm not sure if it's inside the electric factory or directly behind it, but he's going to be be there this Sunday. And he is phenomenally talented. And I am hoping to go to the show. Maybe we'll have um, a quick Q&A or something like that. If not, uh, he's uh, planning on doing the stoop soon. So um, keep, keep an eye out. Maybe... Uh, you know, try to check him out, go to the show, but he he's great and a, a friend to the show. So, yep, Kosher Dills. Awesome, Kosher Dills. We uh, we can't wait to have him on the show because we got a lot of people coming on the show, um, and he's going to be one of them. And a couple of new ones that we just got in today, uh, October 18th, Hannah Zeal from This Is Us. How big of a what? show is that? Hannah, yeah, Hannah plays young Kate. Awesome on the show, young lady. So Joel will have to watch her mouth, but uh, <laughs> that's yeah. October 18th. We are going to get the inside scoop on. This is us. One of America's favorite TV shows. Amazing. Um, yeah. We're very excited for that one. And we just signed on for November 1st. Young lady is going to be starring in a new show of her own with Jason Alexander, formerly of Seinfeld. Uh, Miss Natalie Sharp will be here on November 1st. Yeah. So those two, uh, those two just think today, Natalie is a, uh, very talented, very funny, very attractive young lady. So we're definitely looking forward to having her on the stoop. Um, 
outside of that, you know, some of the regulars, we love to run down the shows here, remember, and we're going to kick off next week, a big October, a huge October coming on the stoop starts out October 2nd. From the comedy disjointed, Elizabeth Ho will be with us October 2nd. October 4th, the gorgeous Jennifer Taylor, formerly from Two and a Half Men. Uh, October 9th, mark it down your calendars, folks. Cancel your plans. Put the kids to bed early. Have a party. The Queen of Metal, Lita Ford on the stoop, October 9th. Oh, yeah, I can hardly wait for that one. Uh, And on to some new artists trying to make their way. October 11th, local artist Overwinter will be here on the stoop. We look very forward to Overwinter. Uh, Oh, we love our local acts. October 16th, soap opera legend and star Kate Linder will be here. That should be great. October 25th, you heard us say it earlier. We will say it again and again and again and again. October 25th, Big Kev Ball himself from Shameless, Steve Howie, comes back to the stoop. You think Bart Shadow's funny and you think that uh, Sean Kanan was funny? Wait to get a load of Steve Howie because he's so real and so direct he cracks us up. We can't wait for that episode. October 30th, Halloween Eve is our Halloween show on the stoop. (laughs) And we bring back one of my favorites, the beautiful, the spooky, scary, talented, heavy metal singing Sagan Amory from Hale Sagan. She'll be with us October 30th as we do our Halloween show. November 6th, speaking of ladies that like to scream and yell and sing their hearts <laughs> out, one of Jules' favorites, the Philadelphia local band, Sheena and the Nosebleeds. We're going to have Sheena on here representing the band November 6th right here on the stoop. More stuff is filling up. We got more names. I got PR people blowing us up. Uh, for the people we don't get, we get more than enough that actually come on and do a phenomenal job. And just like uh, Monday with Jessica Barth, who was tremendous, and tonight with Bart Chateau, the guests are piling up, Jewel, and are getting one better than the other. What are you thinking? Are you pumped for a huge October or what? I I have chills every time I hear the list. And, and we're just adding more. Like, this is crazy. This is Us is so huge right now. I'm so excited to talk to Hannah. And, oh, my God, and uh, Natalie Sharp. Her new show looks so funny, guys. It's with Jason Alexander from Seinfeld, and it's like kind of Partridge Family feel, and it's, it looks funny as shit. Like, you guys have to check it out. <laughs> Just keep listening to The Stoop. We're going to continue to bring you great guests and, and hopefully great material. So just uh, stick with us, and you won't be disappointed. Absolutely. I cannot agree with you more. This show is uh, it's rising, and when your guests come on and they start praising you the second they come on the show, you know you got something. I got Aww. a phone call today from the PR woman for Lita Ford who left me about a three- or four-minute message about how Lita is actually pretty stoked to come on and uh, just talk to real people about being real and talk about her amazing career. And that's how we do it here. We don't, uh, we don't judge. We don't get pushy. We, Don't we get too do it. political or anything, and uh, uh, just go with the flow. <laughs> now keep your politics to yourself. No room for that here on the stoop. Um, yeah, so Except that's when we talk about the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you got to sneak a little bit in there because that's what's happening. Um, you know, whatever. I still got heat for that. I'm like, I'm like, I didn't say anything. And my dad was, like, yelling at me. I'm like, Dad, I didn't say anything. He's like, well, just stay out of it. I'm like, oh, God. But, uh, Dad, you no. realize, Dad, you realize that your your daughter called Taylor Swift a skank-ass hoe or something like that. So, you really, <laughs> agreed with NFL, 
NFL tough guys can take it. Poor little Taylor Swift probably in a room crying, getting ready to write a nasty song about Jewel. <laughs> right. Hey, it'll make I you famous. It. Yeah, right? <laughs> called evil, it'll be called Evil Stoop. Oh, God. The angry the evil, songs of... Evil, evil Witch. I was the, called the that in a battle witch. rap one time. They called, they called me Evil Witch, probably because I had black hair and a black dress on, but, but they, they called me Evil Witch. <laughs> no, you, you lost me at battle rap. <laughs> it was Jesus a midget Christ. too. He worked for uh, hey, Q on a two, and he and he he called me. It was Chuck Love from Q on a two. We were in a battle rap at my high school dance, and I said something about um, him being short, and then he called me Wicked Witch of the West or some shit. <laughs> but I won. It's all it's okay. The good old days. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You know, you got you got more stories than you lead on. Yeah. Jewel Tatey and. Here's some more of her stories. One, maybe we'll do that one night. Maybe we'll expand the show to 17 hours, and we'll. <laughs> That's okay. I heard that tonight from from my <laughs> wife. She says, "Man, that the show really seems long." I think it flew by. I can't believe we're we're almost at the end of the the two hour segment. Um, you know, me and John used to do it for about an hour, maybe a little better than an hour, and John was sick of me and used to jump off, but uh. And <laughs> I have a lot of fun. I mean, enjoy the great time here. Can I just bounce whenever I feel like it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I wish I could have the time to listen to some of the stories you tell. I'd love to get up and bounce. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> nah, it's Sorry. great. We do, a, we do a lot of things here. We we give you music. Uh, we give you guests and playlists and top five lists and current events. And we pick on each other out of true love. True love. That's what we do here on the soup. Again, yeah. I know I, I I know I praise it and I'll keep praising it. Jewel, you're a blessing. You have been amazing. You every week is stronger and stronger with us, and uh, it means a lot. I was very nervous about bringing the show back, um, and it feels comfortable. It really does feel like a, a piece of me now. And uh, forty years from now, when we're still sitting here doing it, right? Yeah, <laughs> waiting for your good, response. Good no. thing it's a good thing we don't have to keep up our our good looks. <laughs> oh, amen to that's why we belong on radio. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I'm gonna tell you, we are two pretty damn good looking son of a bitch. <laughs> we are. And when you see uh, when your when your wife and and Pookie Butt or whatever his name is uh, make makes copy cake <laughs> butt cheeks. <laughs> but copy cake butt cheeks. Boo butt. Boo butt. You know, when they when they long for our times, they sit here on the stoop. Oh, and there was something I wanted to mention before we went off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, she said yes. That's right, she said yes. Jewel Tatey is officially coming to my Halloween party. That's right, she got Yay! the invite. She clicked <laughs> like, yes. What the fuck are you about? She's been bashing me. You were bashing me, telling people that I didn't get an invite. Jill got the invite. She is on the list, and she will be attending the Halloween Yay. bash. Yay. I'm very excited for that. I hope Sorry, the Jeff, bash I got a party that night. Yeah, I'm going to give you a party. Give me a party of me kicking your ass in the middle of the street. Uh, now, hopefully uh, this year's is as good a turnout. And if not, even if it's not a massive turnout, it's still a good time. You can, you know, come down and do the crazy things that we do here at my house. We're going to have a blast. We should uh, YouTube it for the stoop. We sure, we sure, we should have like a live episode. Yeah. No, yeah, you think great. we... Or a YouTube yeah. episode. And we'll yeah. just put it on that next day because we'll be like so hungover or whatever. 
or something. Like, wow, that sounds great. You think we get? You think we get drunk during a regular show? You should see us off the air. <laughs> That's really bad. That's really bad. Yeah, we don't get too loaded tonight. I kind of made a little joke with Joel. We like to have our beer here on the show, and we played uh, Bart's hero song. And here I am drinking a beer, listening to this young lady talking about her hero and. Being so brave, and I'm like, oh, I drink a beer. Oh, beer. <laughs> no, seriously, that's not Knock Hero. Outstanding song. Um, and I look forward to this uh, Tower Tremendous. It's going to be great. So, once again, I want to thank our guest, Bart Chateau, for coming on tonight and talking to us about so many great things. You have a lot to talk about. We love it. We love when guests uh, fill us in on things. Uh, we gave it a great list of guests coming up. We, of course, want to plug our main woman, Lita Ford, on October 9th. I can't get enough of that. I can't believe that's going to happen. Lots of great stuff great on this, too. Yep, yep. Thank you so much, Bart. It was so much fun. Yes, thank you, Bart. Very much. Loads of fun. And uh, he even gave me the Doug Bladen, Jeffrey, welcome. I cannot <laughs> believe he did that. That was amazing. That's the kind of stuff I love. Love that kind of stuff. You know, and that's the other thing we do on the stoop. Monday night, Joel had her family reunion. Wednesday night, I, you know, tonight I have, uh, you know, some memory lane with some friends of mine from the area and uh, keeping it real, having a great old time. We're going to pack it in for the evening. We're going to let you people go to bed because I got the studio to close up and I got to go home and fold some tails. That should be very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Fun night. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. When we make the millions, we're going to big time. There will be people folding my tails in my home and, yeah, yeah, folding our tails and uh, drinking our drinks for us as we sit here yeah. and do the stoop. Be unpaid interns. <laughs> unpaid. Unpaid. Fold my tails, bitch. Too much. We said, <laughs> you, you crossed over the line. That's okay. All right, so um, let's pack it. <laughs> I saw that look. I saw that look. I'm not watching you see what I saw. <laughs> I don't want to know what you saw. That's why you sit all the way on the other side of the studio, and I sit all the way over here. The only thing I see is my little trinkets, memorabilia. I get a small glimpse of your face. I got my drum set and my beer. I'm, I'm satisfied with that. <laughs> what was yep. that little flash? What was it? Bring I'm it. trying to blind you again with my notebook. There is that, that book. Shoot for the stars, Jeff. That's shoot just for shoot the, for the star book. It's this glittery mind is, is my, a is my ugly <laughs> green. Well, shoot for the stars? Let's try it. We'll give it a shot. No. <laughs> no that <don't> <laughs> I was thinking all day of what my sign-off would be because last week, the last Monday was pretty bye terrible. Bye. But What's wrong with the George Jar Binks? Bye-bye. Um <laughs> I get a feeling this week you're going to nail it. It's actually my favorite part of the show. Your send-off. Good. One of these nights we're going to get it. (laughs) One of these nights we're going to get it. I can't wait. All right, so let's pack it in, seriously. Uh, Let's close out Wednesday. We'll join you again Monday here on the Stupid Another TGIM episode, where I guess will be very beautiful, the very funny, the very talented Elizabeth Ho. Yay. So for the wonderful and amazing and lovely and horrible send-off person, Jewel Tatey, I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Thank you so much for joining this soup. And remember, all you valuable listeners, don't be a douche. And 
<laughs> and be good and and have, and have fun. <laughs> bye bye. Oh my <laughs> I can't leave on that note because I may die laughing. All right, well, <laughs> a great send off. My Josh, I don't even know why I kept talking. I should have cut it right there. That's absolutely perfect. Um, bye bye. I sound like the witch on Hocus Pocus. Bye bye, Winnie. <laughs> I was her last year. The 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 fat one. I was like bye bye. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, and we're done. Good night, America. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.